Welcome back. This is Positive Pleasure, episode two. It's your host, Cal Naughty, the very one. And it's your boy, man. That's the last thing you know. I got a little weird African name. We're going to be on uh, Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts, like coming up probably like next week or maybe even sooner than that. And uh, yeah, we look to see all the people over there. Follow, subscribe us on there. Um, check out the description. We got a bunch of information you probably want to know. We got a few things that we got some opinions on. I'm going to exchange them with you. All right. Let's just start this off with this big whole story about producers not getting enough out of their work. And if you're not... Excuse me. If y'all ever been to a website called SoundCloud, there's a lot of rappers that be on there. And also uh, a group of people that people don't talk about as much as the rappers are the producers. And a lot of them don't seem to be getting as paid as much as they could be. Mm. Um, You know, it's easily just you take a nigga's be off of YouTube or SoundCloud, don't even gotta pay him, you know. Right. Most likely he'll never even hear of you, um, you know, even if you do blow up, like, who knows, maybe he won't, he won't even hear you even then, who knows. Um, niggas be making so many beats and shit, like, those niggas be having, like, 400 beats and shit, there's no way he can remember every single beat he made. Like, uh, I'm not gonna say no niggas' names, but yeah, there'd be some niggas that, you know, be getting about for the beats, and, uh, I'd like to say thank you. Ha <laughs> ha! You know, uh, we've been doing this since, you know, we're one episode deep. No, we're two episodes deep now. This is number two, yep. It's pretty decent, you know. Feels like yesterday. Most niggas don't make it to episode <laughs> two. Most niggas don't make it to 21 either. That's uh, a sad fact in life. And uh, everybody out there just got faces. But either way, we about to get some serious shit. Um, you know, some niggas on uh, SoundCloud be making hella beats. Just like, um, just like niggas be making hella uh, raps. Producers may be so SoundCloud, same thing. Mm. And the uh, problem is they don't get paid. Uh, they're, they're not getting compensated for this shit. Niggas be ma- blowing up with their songs and they don't even hear about it because they're like some nigga in Croatia or something random. Uh, yeah, it's fucked up. And and lately they've been trying to, you know, do some more about it. Uh, from, you know, trying to like a little bit, uh, create a little bit more of an opera to the labels and uh, all the big boys out there that uh, control you know what the wave the rap heads to or whatever you know I don't know what they're called Illuminati I don't know what they're called well um <clears throat> are you trying to say like the la- the label <laughs> yeah is that, is that what you're trying to mean <laughs> all producers out there you better have a, a protection on on the music you have put out keep an eye on where your production goes even though that's kind of hard if you make your music available because People can rip your music from SoundCloud. I mean, that's exactly what I used to do. I would just rip people's beats off of their SoundCloud and just rap on them and post it on. I mean, don't. I mean, uh, technically. Don't don't report me. YouTube is the one that got the fire uh, producers to me. Mm-hmm. And some of them even be saying uh, free for profit. No, free for profit and free for non-profit. So I guess that's a difference. Big difference, big difference. If you say if it's, if they see a guy on YouTube that just says free in the parentheses, like in the side of the Drake type beat or whatever the fuck it is, you right, know? right. Uh, you gotta look at the description because he still got prices for his beats. He's just saying free for like you know, the tag version, which is uh, only can be used for non-profit reasons. Like if you're making maybe like a YouTube music video or uh, perhaps a uh, I don't know what else SoundCloud song. But that's pretty much it. You can uh, you can use streaming uh, revenue off of it. So, yeah, you got to watch out for that shit. Uh, I know I'm rambling, but there's uh, also uh, those niggas that say uh, free for non-profit on their YouTube uh, beats. And over there, uh, free for non-profit technically means, what the fuck does it mean, Cal? Free for non-profit? Yeah. Meaning that you can work on it, but you can't make any money off of it. Okay, so same thing as what I just said, pretty much. Yeah, this is exactly, oh, yeah, yeah, right yeah. on. Okay, so the other one is uh, free for profit. So there's, there's uh, probably select few producers that do that on YouTube, and maybe SoundCloud too, and other websites uh, that say free for profit, which means you can use it on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, motherfucking. Uh, that's rare. That's 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 both for a producer to do. Yeah. Because yeah. if somebody takes that that. Maybe the Mormon or something. That production. And go somewhere with it, and you don't get anything out of it. I mean, I guess you get notoriety. 
Because people know your name. Who knows? Maybe they're. If you can finesse that into something, get some Insta- Instagram clout. Clout is low key more important than money nowadays. Bro. It's all about how you use your chips. How do you, how do you feel about us? It's on the fact of uh, uh, niggas paying for their career. I guess it has not really that much to do with it. How do you feel about niggas paying for promotion? Like, um, how do I feel about that? Yeah. About people using promotion other than self promotion, other than you. Yeah, business. You, you, That's you, they do for the business. Like the name of real estate agents, they be doing that too, you know, like on Instagram or wherever. You never seen the no real estate agent on Instagram or like Facebook or nothing? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're doing the same shit rappers doing, bro. They're trying to get out there. That's just like a rapper job when you think about a real estate agent. Because it's really like a facial religion. It's a real fa- uh, facial type of job, if you know what I mean. Like, you have to put yourself out there. Your face is on every fucking thing. Like. Yeah, no, most definitely. It's all it's all about how you how you perform. It's like a performance. Yeah. Just like like if you're rapping, if you're singing on stage, you're a real estate owner. You, you gotta say what that person wants to hear at that time, and you gotta like kind of get into their pocket so you can make something. And that's basically like what you do as a rapping. Moving on to things, we got. Doesn't matter about the distinction between albums or mixtapes these days because rappers will release a project and call it a mixtape, sell it as an album, and vice versa. Release a project, and if it doesn't do good, if it's not successful, they'll just call it a mixtape. Yeah, that's an interesting one because, uh, I mean... Nowadays, when, when niggas like record, uh, drop their projects, like, you know, the, those just say mixtape because they don't want the pressure of, like, saying, oh, this is his debut studio album, you know what I mean? Right. And stuff like that. So that means, like, you know, if he fucks up this one, he's good for the next one. He can try harder. Right. But, uh, in my opinion, like, niggas should go back to, like, how, how they was in the old days, like, how, like, you know, niggas was dropping hella albums and shit because beat, beats were better, I feel like. Actually, I don't know. You think beats were better back in the day? Absolutely like, not. Depends on what you talk about when you talk about beats. Beats, I feel like there's way more variety in production nowadays, and there's way Actually, more yeah, like yeah. flame fucking well, shit more, being more, made. It's more mechanical, that's what it is. It was more instrumental back in the day. I mean, there's still niggas that are making the instrumental, though. There's still like some niggas somewhere in like Krog and like Brazil cooking up some flame ass instrumentation. And you can find them all on SoundCloud. So shout out to my nigga PA. Shout out to PA, to my, my nigga from Argentina. Uh, y'all can find him on the website itmofficial.com, which is in the description. You know, which is also all the other producers that we work with. That is ITM official. And uh, all the other producers and, and musicians that we work with, artists, performing acts, or whatever the fuck you want to call them. Itmofficial.com. All creatives, all creatives, whatever title you want to say. Everyone on the top, on the on everyone on the on the fucking yeah. boat. They were just a bunch of young niggas doing what they do. Um, so on the topic of uh, of artists changing their projects from albums to mixtapes, well, one I'm just gonna say is the well, I remember when Thug Young Thug was come cooking up the Barter Six, he was calling it an album. And when the Barter Six came out, and didn't sell as much as he was hoping it would. He ended up calling it a mixtape in like an interview he had after that. What what is the difference between an album and a mixtape? Is an album just when you have like a major label machine behind you that can push it, that you can be on the face of a campaign? Is that when it's an album, or when you make money off the project? But any other in in any other case, based off the success. It gets knocked down to just being oh that was my mixtape oh that was my project yeah. It was a passion project. I made that for my fans, for my for my real fans. That's always what niggas like to say too when that shit don't be don't be popping. I made that for my fans. It was a passion project. That's what uh on a spur. There's so many rappers that did that I can't even name. But uh to be honest, the mixtape, uh, in my opinion would have been back in the day was like doing other niggas beats, right? So Right. I'm like not, Wayne. I mean, I guess like I can't say like they should go back to doing that because the the game always gotta move forward in whatever aspect it is. Absolutely, um, gotta stay ahead of the game if you want if you want to be alive. 
And, uh, you know, nowadays, it's all about being different. Hence, you know, X's legacy that he left behind right now is a bunch of misfits that followed him and, you know, that cried when he died. Uh, it was crazy what was going on about that nigga. They're having a memorial for him in London, too, right now. Like, damn, he's really I believe it. Shit. Yeah, fans all around the world. All around the world. <clears throat> crazy, bro. People showing their respects. Yeah. He dropped two, two albums. He had the uh, 17 album and then he had the question mark album. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's good that he had a, you know, a couple of projects and that came out before he passed away because if that didn't happen, he would have ended up like. Wasn't it a rapper like that? His project never came out? Was it Lil Snoop? Something like that? He would have ended up like Lil Snoop or something? Well, because I, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not too. too too keen in on the facts on the on the Snoop situation, but I don't think he had a lot of music because otherwise I feel like we would have heard him on a more Meek Mill tracks and on other artists that were with Snoop. That would that would have fucking with him at a close level. I figured that on all those songs that he 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 made about Snoop, if Snoop had some some verses somewhere locked in a locked in the studio, then those probably would have been put on the album or something as a sign of respect or just so his family could make some money off the off the potential, off the off the streams or something. Yeah. Uh, like some Michael Jackson. I mean we got Michael Jackson vocals on this on this last Drake album. And Michael Jackson has been passed for for a long, long, long time. So proud of Drake because uh was the more like an album was that even an album or what the fuck was that? they say it was playlist, but what the fuck is a playlist? They're trying to create new shit. Everybody's trying to make their their uh, like projects like different names. Weird shit. Trying to be hip. Playlist. Hip to the wave. Big mess of shit was called uh, a capsule. What? A capsule. This guy said what? <laughs> He said, I don't know about I'm dropping a capsule. Uh, he said, because I want people to listen to it like uh, 50 years from now or some shit like that. Well, his, his last album? Yeah. Well, I, 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 no, no, no disrespect. I mean, I, I didn't hear it, but that just, I mean, it makes sense that he, he was in the studio with Kanye because that sounds like, sounds like some shit Kanye would say. I'm dropping a capsule. This nigga thinks I'm Dragon Ball Z shit. Bro. I'm dropping a capsule. Uh, his, nigga on some most most of Jones shit. Yeah. He dropping a capsule. So allegedly, he got music in the works that's gonna what? turn. You, and you know all you know all public opinion is based off the quality of music that you drop. You can say the stupidest shit in the media. You can say the stupidest shit in the media as long as your music sounds hot. And you got people in the club dancing and forgetting about their lives. You good. You Gucci. You straight. You making money. I'm not trying to give him the free plug or nothing, but I'm not going to let this some shit that came out after his album. Dim some. Big Mensa. Valley. Yeah, Valley hell needs to be talking about, bro. Who's, who's, who's Valley? I don't, I don't, I don't know where Valley's from, but, but he made this dope song with Big Mensa. Okay, I see the, the beast. The beast good. The beast decent. He's trying to he's trying to flash the flexing shit. Flash lights. I, I get the feel, but I can see what you mean. Fuck a chance. Nah. Big man is he 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 better than this. Ain't gonna lie. Huh? He's better than he's better than this. Better than sound. It's yeah, it's, 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 it's nice. I ain't just mediocre. It's, it's light though. It's light work. Alright, that's enough. That's enough. We're not giving the whole the whole song. Them some. But uh, yeah, we don't want to. Them some is fire though. Them some pretty good. If you haven't had them some, what? Alright, can can we can we can we make an agreement to never play Vic Mensa? No, I'm never playing that. I only played it because like it's not it's not like his usual shit. It's like you know. It's no, I hate Vic Mensa just until he yeah. makes something that's that, worth that playing. Because this platform that we use right here, this is for quality. We're bringing you quality. Uh, now let's get a chance to discuss the topic of people having reliance. Reliance in the sense that they require 
a label or they require some uh, some management to help support them before they can put a their foot forward rather than them just going out there and whatever means that they have creating content so that their art can be visible or that so that they can grow or take that chance to experience something through their art I say that because there's a lot of people that I know that don't pursue the things that they want in life because they feel that they haven't had people to validate them in a higher in what they regard personally as a in a higher higher space to determine their own value or their own talent. I say why worry about that? And when, whenever it's mentioned in my experience, whenever I have the chance to have this conversation with people and I tell them what I have told you, often at times people tell me, well, what do you expect? You're just going to, oh, what, you're going to be able to live off your art or what, you're going to be rich, you're going to be famous? When all, all, all I have said is, you know, just continue to do what you are passionate of, about. By no means did I say quit your job, become a bum. While we're in this conversation, there's actually the story about that uh, that boy moved that moved to Cali, that was living on the streets, just because he wanted to be famous, he wanted to be an actor, and he was on a TV show where his parents got got him to come to the TV show, and they they thought by a doctor. Because he got a concussion playing hockey, being hockey at one point, <laughs> <laughs> and he got hit hit in the head a couple of times a little too hard. <laughs> it's fucked up, <laughs> fucked up. And that they thought that that would explain his behavior and why he didn't want to live with his parents because he lived in a in a two parent home, sustainable income, got what he wanted, was chill. Chill, chill upbringing compared to what most other people that I personally know have experienced their life. A little softer cloth. He's cut from a little softer cloth. So he was living on the streets, just smoking weed, and he has the most cringy bio breakdown on the sitcom. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, so, so so they 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 get him to go get a brain scan, and the results are that he actually had no brain damage whatsoever; that he was okay. And so he he, he <laughs> the 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 TV special ends by saying that he's going back. He's gonna move back to Cali to be a bum. I'm going, going to be a rapper. That's what he wanted to be. He wanted to be a rapper. He had a little freestyle and everything. Ah oh, man. Y'all gotta look this up. It's incredible. I mean, it's funny because you find that he doesn't have brain damage, so you can laugh at the end. So I mean, that you, you can look forward to that, but some funny, funny shit. And uh, and back to what I was talking about before about that story. Yeah. So just do what you want to do, man. Just do what you want to do. Do what do what makes your heart happy. You can still have a job. You can still have a nine to five. You can do this shit all on your free time. Motherfuckers got a lot of free time to just watch TV, sit on their fat ass, or hate. Too much free time spent on hate when they can just spend that time pursuing their own dreams. But most people just want to discount what they got, just because they feel they can't. They their their opportunity has passed them, so they want to discount you. You know. I'm not even speaking from like a personal experience. I'm just seeing from what I've seen. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, um, for all you niggas that be hating on me, just commenting on my shit, talking about, uh, yo, you fucking, uh, your vocals are, are fucking uh, below the, the beat, nigga. You need to turn the, you need to get a mix better, nigga. Nigga, fuck you. If you want to say some shit to me, then you better holler at my nigga PA. PA. <laughs> you know, niggas in this in this fucking music game. I don't know, bro. How how long do you think rap could like last in this kind of 
wave that it's on right now. Do you think it could last like what, how many more years? That is a weird like. I don't give a shit. Like, I don't know how else to even call it. It's not not the mumble rap, but uh, the whole. I don't I don't care if I'm perceived as a homosexual kind of wave. That shit's hella stupid, bro. I mean, oh, not to offend nobody. You know, like for example, like Takashi Six Nine with his rainbow hair. He don't care if niggas call him gay or whatever. Um, but but you niggas just being hella fruity, basically. That's what I'm saying. That's like it don't it don't matter, basically. Like before back in the day, you would get judged for all that and like all the all the fuck shit niggas do and shit that rappers do is is counted for as clout, except uh, instead of like um, Roy. That's like you know, instead of being like you know. You see what I'm trying to say? You're saying um, you're saying recently people have have been acting like they don't care about how their sexuality is perceived. Who's the Takashi? All these niggas like look like Rockstar's yeah. been doing that though since like the seventies and eighties, bro. They've been dressing like chicks, like long ass hair and, and stuff, cross dresses and shit. Yeah. Mm, I mean, I don't know. So you say this this is a recent wave? What's the, what's the recent wave of rap? No, I'm trying to say, like, how long do you think it's going to last, like, this whole thing? Like, how long do you think it's going to last until the, the game changes? Like, you know, how long? What's going to, what's, how's the game going to change? I mean, how long do you think it takes usually for a wave to change in the rest? How many years? There's always going to pe- be people making music in, in the that genre of music they make, just because that specific genre is popular. So people making that? At that uh, time, like, crunk, crunk, like, crunk rap was popular at a time. There's still now? niggas making crunk rap on SoundCloud right now. No way. Yeah, the, you can the, find the, some the niggas that sound like the current Den Franchise Boys right yeah, now, yeah. some modern Den Franchise Boys niggas. Same thing why there's like 100 niggas that sound like Mac Dre on SoundCloud. That's true though. 100 niggas that sound like E-14 A bunch of niggas dropping uh, projects too, but I don't know if you're really in the mood to talk about niggas' projects that came out or not. Cause in, anybody's music recently? I mean, of course, in your recent days, you got the whole uh, good music wave that just came out, like the whole Tiana, which is the most recent. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is, uh, I don't think she was she she reacted very uh, positively to like the whole uh, album uh, release and everything. It's talking about, um, oh yeah, I didn't know what was gonna be on the album. I didn't know what the beats were gonna sound like until the day it came out. Like my homegirls came up to me talking about blah blah blah, but uh, yeah, pretty much. I heard like a few songs from it. I think the vocals were good and the production could have been a little bit better like knowing that it was a Kanye piece. Mm. Um, since you thought the production was subpar? It was definitely subpar. The samples were not uh, carefully thought out. I think he just like got whatever samples that he was able to get cleared. He didn't really like because you know I'm pretty sure everybody knows that the whole wave that just came out from good music was very rushed. I think she. Um, I think her. I read a story or watched something recently where she said that the production, the production on the album wasn't the same that she heard in the studio. Yes, I'm saying the same thing with uh, Pusha. Pusha uh, gave his album to Kanye originally, and then he was like, uh, Kanye was like, "Yo, I can make this. Um, um, the beat is way better than it is right now." And then they just he redid the whole lyrics, the whole beats, and everything again, and Pusha. He was even hot. He was just like, whatever. He, run, he gonna roll with it. Yeah. He the president. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, Pusha, I think that was the best release so far from that whole good music wave in my Daytona? Opinion. Yeah, Daytona was the best release. I listened to it, some of it. Better than Nas' album. A few days ago. Nas' album. Super late. I know I'm super late, but it was, it was stupid fire. What I expect from Pusha. Santeria. My favorite song on that. Next to, uh, no, no, What We Need to Do is my favorite song on that. And then next to Santeria. Hmm. Real good album, uh, not too dense because of course they're all seven songs on all of these good music songs. Mm. Niggas saying what happened to the designer? What happened to Sean? What's up, what's up with those niggas? Sean, he, well, isn't Sean featured on that uh, recent YG song? You know what I'm saying like that's where it's been on this wave of good music with seven song release albums. Who you say Sean? Who? Big Sean. Big Sean. Who else? Designer. And designer is a good question. Designer, designer should have had a release, but. And even Sahai. Sahai was like responding on Twitter I to mean, he like, had like, like, oh, Kanye said that. Yeah, yeah, he had like our Christmas time, so that's not too long ago. They should they should have got everybody. Everybody should have seven. That was a nice album. Should, somebody somebody should count how many project, projects released and add up all those sevens. I feel like we're missing somebody else. Somebody studies numerology. Who else is on good music? Uh, can we can we look that up? Good music. 
Do I? Fuck. I wish I had like a keyboard right now. I, I know. So you said Santeria is your favorite song off of Daytona? Uh, Santeria. No, when we meet do, and then it will be Santeria second, just because of like I think the sample was like a rendering of like the Santana song. The sample is a, uh, I, I believe, artist they signed. I think that's 070 Shake. Okay, the Nas album. We definitely got to talk about this. Whoa. All right. So on the first listen, what did you think of it? Uh, I didn't listen. I don't listen to these songs all the way, bro. I listen to these albums all the way. I'm not even going to lie with you. You don't listen to it's a seven-song project all the way? Mm-hmm. I, I, I listen. I, what I, how I listen is like I listen to like the first two, first two, one to two minutes of each song, and I skip if I don't hear like what I hear. And so they better hope that song is two minutes long in most cases. Um, but I like uh, my fucking... Wait, so none of the songs got you in by like a minute? Uh, the song that was called um, Cop Shot the Kid on... Um, yeah, it was the one with Kanye? It was good until I heard Kanye. Because it, it sounded terrible when... Uh, I don't even want to play it right now. I was about to, but I was like, fuck that. It's like, bro, the, the sample was, first of all, not mixed well with the beat, I mean, with the vocals. And second of all, um, Kanye's verse was, at the end, it was kind of You said it wasn't mixed well? No, it was mixed well. How, how so? Um, the sample was way too loud. It was louder than the vocals that Nas laid on it. I think that's, I think that, that's just the engineer, though. That's Kanye. I thought Kanye does it. If I did it purposely, he was like, I gotta sound better. But, but because his album... But then the, he wasn't on the... He wasn't sonically, on the... He's, he's on the sample, though. Beats-wise and sonically, his, his solo album, yeah, he sounded better than all the other good music projects. I, I, I only listened to two songs off Ye, excuse me. I gave Ye two songs, That's and then good. I stopped because I was That's off good. my... Not listening to Kanye binge. But then I went back when I heard... Uh, what was the release after Ye? Kid, Kid See Ghosts. Yo, I listened to Kid See Ghosts, and it was decent. I wish it was more cutter than was present. It's kind of like when you get Top Ramen and you get the shrimp flavor. Or you get the Top Ramen with shrimp, you know, the noodle cup, and you open it, and you, count, you can count, like, five pieces of shrimp. And you're like, man, where's the other scoop? <laughs> Kid Cudi's project with Kanye was probably second best out of that release that Good Music had, I think. Yeah. Um, what, was your, what was your favorite song, if you can remember the titles off that project? I would say uh, Moving Forward. Moving Forward? Yeah. Um, that, one's, that one's solid. And after that project, it was all like, oh, free. Right, I think it's, uh, that one's good, too. Yeah. yeah. Not, not really, I, think, Re- I think Reborn? I, think, I like that song because... Um, Reborn's lit. They have a, a dope like guitar sample that reminds me of like a, I don't know some type of, some type of like nineties movie or eighties movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was some serious guitar vibes on, of, on that uh, production. Like uh, one of those hardcore uh, Michael Jackson's uh, guitar shit back in the day that they would have on the music. Yeah. That was the best part of that song. Solo? Yeah. He's going wild about this whole World Cup shit, but you notice how... Uh, World Cup? Yeah, you notice okay. how... Okay, well, well, where's the World Cup this time? Russia. It's going to be Russia? No, it's in it right now. It's like, it's like the quarterfinals. Oh, quarter shit, it's already playing? It's the quarterfinals right now, bro. Damn, yeah, bro, I'm so, I'm so lost when it comes to soccer. I, mean, I don't give a shit about soccer either, but it's just why everybody's talking about... sports, low-key. The uh, World Cup, everybody tries to act like they care about that in America. Even though when it's not going on, nobody cares about these soccer games and this. But Loki, Seattle goes hard on the Sounders, though. Seattle does. Yeah, I know. The Sounders, they, they've been something to be proud about for a while. Yo, isn't isn't the World Cup eventually supposed to be in um, Seattle? In, what, shut the fuck up. Yeah. S- Seattle, it's of all places. Uh, I thought was, I thought it was gonna be United States, what's but like 2018. So the next one will be 2022. They're trying to say 2026. They're trying to put in Seattle. Bro, it's no way it's gonna be in Seattle. It's gonna be way too many people in, in Seattle. But think about how big Seattle's gonna be by then. It's, by then, uh, like Tacoma and Seattle will be considered basically like you know like the urban Seattle. It's like how far stretch like that like all those condos gonna be built and shit all that retail buildings all the way up the highway and shit. But there's already pe- there's already people to fill up those new buildings. There's so many people here. Traffic is unbearable. I mean, to the people in the East Coast that live in like New York and shit like that. Yeah. They probably laughing at me right now, but compared to what I'm used to, getting one place to another place like that, like that. That's what I'm saying. 
Man. Do you know what, what else comes with that gentrification when those when they stretch the city limits out? You know. Mm-hmm. Police trying to pull, push their niggas out. And uh, you know, I've been accustomed for that shit for a minute. You know, and I think it's about the time that we uh, help ourselves up and uh, strike back. Um, because it's been like how how long? Like four hundred fifty years, five hundred years, maybe like three thousand years, right? We talking about. Police been oppressing niggas. Police? Yeah. <laughs> like, you mean authority? Authority's always been oppressing whoever they reside over. <laughs> Whoever's in power has always been flexing. Because niggas like to flex. Kings, queens, chiefs, principals, presidents, everybody. Okay. <laughs> Primo, available Knock everywhere it. in stores now. Knock Apple Music, yeah, Spotify, not, YouTube, not SoundCloud, uh, Tidal, yeah, wherever you listen to music. Primo is now available. Debut yeah, mixtape by Amanda Savasse. Primo, available yeah, everywhere. ITM. Más o menos desde los 14, 15 años me empecé a interesar por, el, por lo que me viene a hacer el sonido en sí. Y desde esa época yo me descargaba paquetes de beats. Y siempre eran montones de beats, los escuchaba. Yo siempre sentía que algo faltaba. Había algo que no me estaba gustando. Entonces eh, intenté empezar a hacer instrumentales. Y al principio no me salía nada de la orquídea. Bueno, y eso es todo un tiempo hasta que hace más o menos. Es que, bueno, hay, quiero hacer para mí, para quien sea. Así que me, me puse a hacer y bueno, y llegamos a lo que soy, que al principio de año estuve muy motivado para poder comenzar a tener un ingreso de eso. Así que bueno, ya acá estamos. Bueno, well, on English. Eh, Four years ago, more or less, I was uh, I got inspired by the sound, and I really and I was trying to find my sound, you know. Uh, and I started to download lots of big pack, beat packs, you know the hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, and I heard them, and I heard like it was a loop, like, all the time the same. And I said, man, I want to, I want to make that. I want to have variations on it. I want to make my own sound. It could be for me or for, I don't know. And uh, it was like four years ago. Then I started to learn some about the, 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 the sounds, the frequencies and all that. And two years ago, I said, well, fuck it. <laughs> Let's start to make beats seriously. So I download the FL Studio and I start to make there. And at the beginning, my sound it wasn't the, the best thing, I guess. But after that, I guess it was like a, a drug, you know. I got too many, too many desire to prosper on this. So I put my mind to it, my time, like four hours a day, every day, mm -hmm. I say, man, I must make it. I want to make it, so no matter what time it takes, I must get it done. So, well, uh, that was two years ago. I used to post my bits on SoundCloud, all that. I used to get some, a few comments back then. And at the start of this year, I said, well, I, I want to take this like a job, you know? I want to make some profit out of that because I still live with my parents, but man, I want to be, have my own house, my own things, be independent, by the way. So, so hold on, you're only 19 years old? Uh, 20. That's only. Uh, I birthday was two weeks ago, more or less, three weeks ago. And, uh, well, so at the beginning of the, the year, I started selling beats, and, well, when that 
things start, I, I started to make friends, make connections all around the world. That this is the good point about the internet, you know, you can meet what, uh, anyone from whatever part of the world. And then, uh, well, that's it. I guess uh, it's something that once you're on, you can get out. <laughs> like uh, you get the, the motivation and it's all day all day yeah i feel that so um in uh it's in bad right or more or less your what my english is is a bit broken oh, so. mas o menos mas o menos <laughs> <laughs> ah, i try my best i try my best back in the day i studied english but i Shit happens, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I studied uh, Spanish back in the day, and I'm terrible at Spanish, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the language takes time. Uh, yeah. So, so, so in school and in, in Buenos Aires, they they make you uh, learn English in school. Yes, uh, I started learning English back when I was five years old. Yeah. Uh, but this it was a really low level English, and then. At the primary school, I, my teachers were very tough, more, I, I guess, and they tried to make like English a subject that really mattered for us. Yeah. So then I learned a lot of English. Then in the well, high school, secondary, I had uh, teachers that were really a mess. <laughs> my English level yeah. went down a bit, but now I am in the university and we don't have English right there. Yeah. Uh, you know, looking at the internet, talking with you guys, I learned a lot. English too. <laughs> so, I don't know, you have to be patient sometimes. I remember uh, a few months ago, yeah. I had uh, one, one boy in in uh, SoundCloud and say, man, I want to talk with you. Yeah. Really, I really like your music. Let's do, uh, let's do, uh, like, you know, WhatsApp? Yeah. Oh, WhatsApp, yeah, yeah. Yes. I don't know why in the U.S. is not very popular like here. Yeah. But um, he said, well, let's do a live call. Yeah. Well, okay, okay, no problem. And he called me. And dude was eyes full, really. <laughs> he was with his eyes red, man. Man, I, I was like, I was trying not to laugh. <laughs> and uh, he started to talk to me, and I tried to be really nice and patient, but he couldn't understand any word. I was, oh man, please stop this, stop this. And Stop, well, stop, he, he, what, what is he? He's like a uh, black American? Or what is he? Uh, no, he was like a um, mister. Uh, he told me that he was, her mother was Colombian. Oh, yeah. Uh, but the point is that he talked 32 words in Spanish and the rest was in English. Yeah. I understand him, but he didn't yeah, <laughs> understand. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, well, but yes. <laughs> to get better because uh, the language can be uh, a limit, you know? When you know a lot of language, it's like you can know whatever. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. So, uh, what kind of uh, what kind of uh, hip-hop music did you start listening to uh, when you started making beats? Like, were there certain producers that like you uh, like to uh, imitate, or not imitate, but uh, get your influence from? Well, the, at the start, you know, I always like the, not the trap, I always love the soulful type of hip-hop, you know, some like Kendrick Lamar, Shaco, or more of the, like the old-school hip-hop. I love Redman, Tupac, Biggie, and let me, well, let me, <laughs> I am glad you're gonna do this because uh, Redman, uh, Method Man, Wu-Tang, yeah. a uh, lot of those, Nas, JC too. Uh, well, that's what the sound that I always wanted to make, you know? 
and uh, well, when you start, uh, when I when I start, always the the easiest sounds to sound to get is the trap. Yeah. Because the, there's a lot of people that teach how to make trap and like the repetitive trap, you know, the the new style of uh, banging trap. Yeah. The mambo, mambo trap. Exactly. And uh, well, I started with that, but I said, man, this is not my style. <laughs> I want to make something that, you know, you listen to and you feel like ghost bumps, you know? Yeah. And. Um, then I start to look and try to pay attention to the beats that were made by Kanye West. Yeah. You know, I I don't like what he's saying now, but back in the day, man, I loved the sound. The, like for me, he created a sound that is very nice because it's like a type of rap that you don't have to be in the street. You don't have to be in a gang affiliated. Yeah. That type of music. Yeah. And uh, let's be honest, but for me, it's not good be taking all the uh, stuff that you not making. You know, you're not doing. So yeah, I, I got really motivated by him. Producers like Timberland, you know, that crazy sound that I love. And well, uh, then it was more more of that, uh, and then well. Nowadays I make trap too, but the only way is because the trap is the like the main sound right now. Is if you're making only hip hop, you won't get paid as much if you're making trap today. Yeah. But yes, I I try to have some variations and all that. But yes, uh, hip hop is 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 the only type of music I listen to. Oh, really? uh, so you don't listen yes. to you don't listen to Spanish music or nothing? I listen to, but you know it's very famous here the reggaeton. Yeah. But I, the thing I don't like the reggaeton is always the same. Mm. You say boom, boom, ta, boom, ta, boom, ta, all the day, and man, I want to hear. Everybody listens to that here. It's very famous here, even on the radio in America and stuff and everything. Yes, that, that is something that got uh, more attention after that French Montana song with Sway Lee, uh, for Unforgettable. Yeah, yeah, Unforgettable, yeah. The rhythm got uh, like very popular there, but the rhythm here is like more than 15 years. Yeah. Here. I imagine here in 15 years the same type of rhythm every day. Yeah. You get bored of that. And then here start the trap, you know, but artists like Bad Bunny, Osuna, all type of that. You might know them. Um, and the trap, the Latin trap is like you took reggaeton and converted it to trap, you know. You yeah. take the, the uh, reggaeton instrumental off and you put a trap beat <laughs> onto So the, uh, was that like Balkan? What's the name? J Balvin? Bobbin? Yes. Yeah, Bobbin, yeah. Like he's real famous out here now, and uh, some other guy. Uh, this is one other guy, Nicky, Nicky or Nicky Jam, Jam or something. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, uh, like, he's well, real famous too. Well, the Shay Bobbin got famous because of that song "Mi Gente" that he uh, had a remix with Beyonce. Yeah. That's why he could be, become famous there. And there's a Bad Bunny too, right? Bad Bunny? Is that the same guy? Yeah, Bunny too. Yeah. You heard him singing, man. He's terrible. Huh? He's terrible. Who, Bad Bunny? Sing. Yes, you heard his voice. <laughs> I just heard him. I just hear him when he has features with rappers and stuff sometimes. He has some yes. songs. With, I think he has a song with Takashi or something. Uh, or Lil Pump. I think maybe Lil Pump. I don't know. Yes, he had one with Lil Pump, mm. and he has a remix of Quippy Gosh, and you know too, that uh, there was Neil Minaj and uh, Travis Scott there. So how do you feel about uh, like uh, the Latino uh, like uh, trap musicians or, or like rappers that are like coming out like in America right now, like uh, Lil Pump and like Takashi and uh, all those guys? And I'm pretty sure there's a couple other guys I'm forgetting. Well, uh, 
I think Los Angeles Mexican too, or something like that. Yes. Uh, well, from the U.S., from what I heard, most of them I don't like. But <laughs> don't don't uh, think that I am a hater. I don't hate. The point is that, well, Tekashi is like you grab the microphone and you start to shout, like uh, like you and say, ah, and that's not music, man. When as, uh, be, before Tekashi, who was the one that you felt like he was screaming? Um, well, I think Tekashi? DM and Buster Rhymes. The Buster Rhymes DMX, but, yeah. But it was like a beat, and it was something real. It was uh, like something melodic. This is guys, it's like punching the the microphone it's, it's more like a it's like more like heavy metal rock or something like that yes something like that it's it's good to have mixtures mixtures you know like needs other genres onto hip-hop but that type is like i still don't like the most well from the new ones the trap guys like i don't like too much little pump like he has catching some catching songs you know Gucci Man, uh, Gucci Gang, Twenty Times, you start to Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. But the this, the the lyrics on the song and the energy for me is all the songs the same. That's my my problem with the, the music. I don't have problem listening to them, but it's like in some part I got bored yeah. of listening all the same. Uh, but Nowadays, there are a few guys coming up, like uh, Denver Curry. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? He had uh, Joyner Lucas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those guys have hip hop and trap stuff, but I hear quality there, you know? Yeah. Uh, those type of guys, that's the ones I used to hear. And, and for me, really, like, that's tall. For me, hip-hop is not that. Uh, for me, you don't have to put artists like uh, Takashi or, I don't know, something in that stuff in the genre of hip-hop. Put them in, like, uh, another genre. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> new Age, New Age trap. I don't know. But... Nah, for me, uh, well, that's my opinion on the U.S. rappers. Yeah. And from the Latin artists, <laughs> it's it's like the same on the for like the U.S. But it happens that they try to copy Bad Bunny and all those artists. Yeah. And trust me, they all heard the same. You listen to them and all sound the same. There are a few that are, like have some difference, but that's the, the main uh, problem with, with me hearing to music today, that back in the day, I don't know if it was uh, a Snoop, a Snoop Dogg that tell that, yeah. back in the day there was like two artists that sound the same. And nowadays, they lots of, uh, sound the same, and well, that's my problem, but... Yes, it, there's always good music to hear, you know? There's always some uh, dope artists that release bangers, and I always hear. All right. So, uh, I mean, I'm on your SoundCloud page right now, bro, and before we finish up the the segment, uh, what do you think, uh, what kind of beat should I, pay, uh, from, should I play uh, from your SoundCloud right now, out of your public beats? Uh, well, there's uh, one... One uh, is the Dead East Paranoia type beat. Is that on your spotlight? Uh, no, that is on that one is on a playlist that is called uh, $10 Beats. Yep, alright. So anybody that raps, you know, um, we're going to shoot this out to everybody that, um, you know, is looking for somebody that has a lot of variety in their beats and, um, not, and if you're not trying to spend a lot of money. Um, to least beats, um, this is probably the one that you want to hit up. PA on the yeah. track, SoundCloud. Uh, he has all this uh, shit right here. Uh, 
Yes. That one is uh, more like a hip-hop vibe, like a 90s hip-hop. Uh, and well, then, uh, I, I would love you to play a bit of Sick, the one, the song you have with Cal and Ami. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we, we gotta find that beat. I'm gonna play this one first then. Yes. And uh, I'm, I'm gonna, uh, you know, let them hear the rest of it, um, you know, at the end of the video. Uh, I'm gonna play the, I'm gonna download the full beat and just let them hear the rest of it at the end. So anybody that wants to uh, hear the beat, um, I'll put the link in the description, and uh, his contact info will be included. So uh, PA, appreciate you uh, hitting me up. Uh, you know we're gonna be working on some more songs in the future. And, uh, can't wait, can't wait. Can't wait, bro. Uh, it's gonna be some dope shit. Uh, either way. Uh, y'all can find PA on his SoundCloud, his Twitter. Uh, I got it up posted right here if you want to see it. Uh, you got his Twitter, his Facebook, SoundCloud. He's on uh, BeatStars. You got his Gmail, Instagram. Hit that nigga up. Uh, you know, he's going to get you some good shit. Uh, I'm going to hit you up later today, bro. Uh, I appreciate you again. Have a good Thank rest you, of your man. day.